Good morning. Amen. Hallelujah. How is everybody today? Well, it's great to see you here at New Life in this new year, bringing in the new year with Jesus today. How do you like that? Amen. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for who you are. We thank you for how you minister to us always, Lord. Just be in this worship today, Father. Lord, if anyone needs a touch, I just ask that you touch them today, Father, that you fill them from their head to their toe. Lord, if anyone is sick, Father, I just minister, pray you minister to them, Father. Lord, I thank you and I praise you for all that you do. Be with Pastor Steve as he brings forth the service. In grace of Son, Jesus' name, amen. It's a 
never fail. First verse, blessed assurance. For oh, Jesus is mine, and He's been my fortress in the fire. But time after time, the born of His Spirit. Lord, and he heard, and he answered. That's why 
Christ, my King. What a powerful name it is. 
nothing can stand against What a powerful name it is The name of Jesus What a powerful name it is The name of Jesus What a powerful name it is The name of Surrender now, I give 
thank you and we praise you Lord for your goodness in our lives we thank you Lord God for your love your mercy your grace that is never ending hallelujah and all such a love that is never failing Lord we thank you and we praise you mighty king we bless you see in the spirit Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego 
But it didn't stop there. I began to see the fourth man, Jesus, hallelujah, in that fire. And I began to praise and worship with inside myself of what I was seeing in the spirit realm, church. But then the Lord spoke to my heart. He said, they didn't stay in the fire. They didn't stay in the fire. And I want to tell you something, New Life Ministries, in 2024, you're coming out of the fire. Amen. It's your year to come out of the fire. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they did not stay in that fire because of their devotion to God, because of what they they believed in God, and they didn't participate in the king's decree. The king put them in that fire. God didn't leave them alone in the fire. He was there in the fire with them. But even God this morning, I believe with all of my heart, said they did not stay in the fire, Steve. When it was time for them to come out of the fire, they came out of the fire. Church, we got to stop keeping ourselves in the fire. Can you say amen? You ain't got to stay in the fire. Jesus has already won the victory for you. Jesus has already conquered death, hell, and the grave. Glory to God. And he's given you and me that promise. Hallelujah. So I declare to this house today in 2024, new life, come out of the fire. I don't care what you might be faced with. I don't care what might be ailing you. I don't care what your financial picture might look like. Our God owns the cattle on a thousand hills, amen. And all he's got to do is sell one of them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Everything that we're faced with is already under the blood. It's time that we placed it at his feet. It's time that we left it at his feet. Glory to God. And we can't quit taking it back from him and trying to deal with it ourselves, amen. Glory. I don't know no other way, Pastor Mark. I don't know no other way. Just the way of Jesus, amen. Oh, but trust me, I've I've fought and I have battled and I've pulled back when I've laid something at his feet, amen. When I casted my cares upon him. I know I'm probably the only one's ever done that, amen. But I pulled it back before, amen, and I've tried to take care of it myself. But I want to tell you something. I believe with all of my heart during praise and worship, God said to me, standing right over here, they did not stay in the fire. 2024, new life is coming out of its fire. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had a decision to make. When the king told his guys, you're going to get them out of that fire, for I've seen a fourth man in there. And that fourth man had the appearance of the Son of God. You go and get them out of that fire. Well, it was so hot that those that got around the fire, they couldn't even stand it. They were killed, I believe the word said, because of the heat of the fire. At some point, they came out of that fire. At some point, them them doors were opened up, if you will, and they came out of that fire. You see, they made a choice, a conscious choice, a conscious decision to step out of that fire. And I believe what the Lord's saying to us today, church. I know you. I know where you've been. I know where you are going. And in 24... You're coming out of the fire. You see, we run this race in this earth 
to achieve that glorification status, if you will. In other words, to achieve that place of walking into the very heavenlies, amen, where God himself resides, hallelujah. But God is beginning to change a mindset and, and teach us that we are already there, amen. And as soon as we begin to understand and receive the place of, of which we walk, amen, for, with us being seated in Christ Jesus, amen, we're going to step out of that fire regardless of what is before our eyes. We're going to step out of that fire regardless of what we might be going through in this earth, amen. And we're just going to surrender and submit to our God, glory to God, and he's going to be able to manifest in our lives the promises that he has made us over decades. this coming year church is calling us out of the fire I encourage you let yourself come out of the fire you know the enemy wants us to stay in that place where we've been I don't want to stay in that place where I've been I want to see the exceedingly abundantly above all I could ever ask imagine or think operate in my life hallelujah hallelujah Jesus father in the mighty name of Jesus as you are calling us out of that fire Lord we just accept that right now we've received that right now and Lord we know that we're going to be faced with things in the coming week that leads us to decisions Lord God and choices help us to make those decisions that are led by you Lord, your word says that your spirit was given to us to lead and guide us into all truth. Lord, we've sung songs today about, about the fire, about try, being tried, uh, about trials, Lord. We've sung songs about being led by your spirit. We've sung songs about your love. Hallelujah. Well, Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we just thank you and we praise you that your spirit leads and guides us into all truth according to your word. Well, Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus... We make a conscious decision <coughs> and choice, Lord God, to allow your spirit to lead and guide us, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we know we're a work in process. Hallelujah. And Father, we're willing, standing here today, saying, here we are. Use us, Lord. Here we are. Use us, Lord, to glorify you. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you, mighty God. Church, there is no end to what God can do through any one person or any group of people. There is no limitation to what God can do through his people unless you place that limitation on him. We see it all throughout the word. Look at the trials and troubles that they went through. Look what Paul went through, being jailed, whipped, and beat. Amen. The other disciples, look what they went through. Amen. They had some things in their lives, amen, where they could have just give up, right? Yeah, they could have just give up. We're not giving up. We're not a people that gives up. Hallelujah. The enemy has already lost. The devil has already lost. It's his job not to believe that he's lost. 
He's already read the end of the book. But it's his job to act like that he's not. To cause you troubles and hardships to get you to come away from your God, your Father. That's his job. Our job is to continue to trust in the blood of Jesus with the understanding that Jesus Christ has already won the victory over the devil. Oh, yeah, and by the way, this house is beginning to move from a standpoint of fighting the battle from the battlefield into fighting the battle, amen, from the place and standpoint of victory that we've already rested in, amen. We fight from victory. You have already been victorious in Christ Jesus because Jesus went into the belly of hell and took away those keys to that kingdom, amen, and delivered them to you and me by the authority that he has given us, amen. You will be a people, I will be a people, amen, that utilizes that authority like never seen before in 2024, amen. I don't care what you see before your eyes. We go based on what we believe in the Word. We will not be deceived by our eye gate. We will be moved forward by what we believe in the Word. And the Word says that Jesus has already won the victory. Woo! Hey. It's not God's fault my belly is this big. That's a real thing to me. You know why that's a real thing to me? I'll just be upfront and honest with you. Because he's dealt with me about my belly size. Y'all have heard this for years. I went through that store the other day and somebody spoke the word calories to me. And that was okay. I loved it. It's up to me to change that because I'm affecting my natural man, which is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. And that even goes deeper than what I've shared with you all. But it, to me, it's a real thing. And it's, it has been a real hindrance to me. I love to get active when I preach back to Pastor Mark. I love to do the Ric Flair woohoo and all that stuff, you know. I just really love it. I, I just, I mean, I just, I'm an active person. Amen. I'm doing too much of that, Gino. Why? Because I have made decisions and choices to sit there late at night with that food sticking it in my mouth. Is that on God? Come on, it's okay for y'all to say, no, that ain't God's fault. That's your fault, Steve. Now y'all lift me up in prayer. I ain't talking about nobody else, just myself. Y'all lift me up in prayer. Because in 24, I break that. In 24, I break that. Why do I break that? Because God is changing my mindset of whom I truly am. We've been talking about it for years. But God's looking for a people that will walk it out in this earth. And I'll tell you something. As much as, 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 much as the... the, the mm, Oh, Lord, as much as the church of Jesus Christ is doing in this earth, there's still more to be done in Paris and Bourbon County. I thank God for all the churches that are doing all the good work and everything in Paris and Bourbon County. Hallelujah. But I'm looking for a church, amen, that when they speak a word, somebody throws that, that, that walker over into the dumpster. That's the promise. 
How many churches in Paris and Bourbon County have had that promise? And I believe all of them that have received that promise has been a promise from God. Amen. This church is one of those churches. Amen. And as much as I'm seeing done in Paris and Bourbon County and am thankful for that's being done in Paris and Bourbon County by God's people. Amen. That's not all there is. There's more. Amen. I'm preaching to the choir. I'll not get to the more, Gino, unless I become completely, completely and totally obedient to the Lord. Amen. And bring myself into control and submission to him. Oh, Steve, you can't be so spiritual that you're no earthly good. Oh, let me try and see. The good thing is, is my, the grace of my father carries me to that place. That's something you don't hear taught on a whole lot. We're going, we're going to be taught on it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. We love you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Yes, we love you. Father, we just worship you this morning. Hallelujah, Lord. Father, I thank you for changing me. I thank you for starting with me. Thank you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I bless you. Here I am, Lord. Hallelujah. What I have allowed the enemy to steal, in Jesus' name, I take it back right now. In Jesus' name. All for your glory, oh God. For your purposes, for your kingdom to move forward. In the name of Jesus. Father, this day, this day, this hour, this moment in history, I choose to step out of the fire in Jesus' name. You have refined me in this house as gold and silver. And you're saying to this house that 24 is the year we come out of the fire in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We trust you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, praise and worship team. I've got a word that I need to get into this morning. We can, our young people, do we have teachers this morning? No? Okay. So good. Everybody will stay in the house and hear this word of the Lord this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. I love you, church. Amen. Uh, so, somebody said, I love you. I believe y'all love me. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, praise and worship team. Can we give the praise and worship team a great big hand clap? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. We're so blessed. Amen. 
to have such a praise and worship team as what we have. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is so good, church. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. So I want to let you know something this morning. It's okay for you to sing and shout in this house. It's okay for us to clap our hands, amen, or stomp our feet, amen. And yes, it's okay for you to run around this sanctuary if that's what you want to do. Because I know we have a couple of runners in the house because I've seen you run before. Amen. I'm serious. It's okay. Amen. It's okay if you want to walk these pews in this house. Amen. I believe God can keep them seated on the floor while you go from back to back on the pews. Amen. Anybody ever seen anybody walk pews before? Me either, but I've been told some awesome stories. Yeah, been told some awesome stories. Amen. Hallelujah. What am I saying there? Whatever manifestation God wants to do, let's let him do. Amen. Just because it's outside of our realm of, of, of our thinking capacity or, or what we have ever seen before, let's not put any kind of limitation on God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. So I have a message this morning that I want to minister to you, and, and it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's actually a message about our coming year. And Pastor Mark, the praise and worship, the music that you chose for this morning, brother, I believe falls in line with this word of the Lord that God has given this morning. Amen. But uh, uh, I want to let you know something. I really don't know any other way to do it except to do it how I believe God's told me to do it. So what is it? Number one, I believe it is to deliver the word of the Lord. I remember sometime years ago, I was preaching a message one Sunday morning, and on that Saturday night, I had a, a dear friend of mine. He said, he said, I'm going to be there at church tomorrow. Been for a number of months trying to get him to come to church. He said, I'm going to be there at church tomorrow and brought their children to church. And, and uh, some of you probably heard this before, but um, so we had, I don't know, it was 80 or 90 people filling the house of the Lord that, that particular morning. They had a great service, so I thought, amen. But the word of the Lord that came in after he told me that on Saturday night, I said, Lord, I know what you've put on my heart for tomorrow. And it was the type of message that I don't, normally uh, preach, you know. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I, I, I believe that I have always been somewhat of a positive person in my life. Do I have moments? I think we all have moments, you know. Um, with God's Word, I try to find the goodness of God's Word and, and deliver it to people to encourage people, to help people move forward in Christ in a way that uh, encourages them and those around them. Amen. Well, this particular message, amen, it had a subject matter that you don't hear preached a whole lot anymore. And the majority of the subject matter was how to, how to go to heaven and stay out of hell. Y'all got real quiet. <laughs> yeah, y'all got real quiet. You know, Jesus talked a whole lot more really about hell than he did heaven. Well, that particular Sunday, I talked a whole lot more about hell than I did heaven. That's just what God said to do. And that's the scriptures that he gave me. And that's the only way I know how to do it. I know you all love me. Amen. I know there's people out there in the county that love me. And I believe there's people all across this world that love me, some of which I don't even know, but they've watched online the services. Amen. I believe they're praying for me. I believe they're praying for this house. Hallelujah. Amen. But I will never do anything except what I believe God is telling me to do. Amen. 
as, as far as preaching his word, now, trust me, I've gone, stepped out on my own and made some mistakes, amen, but even in my mistakes, God's always corrected them. That's the graceful, merciful God that we serve, amen? Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So after the message, I went back to the door and I was shaking hands as people were going out and this good friend of mine, he stopped and he looked at me and he said, that's real interesting. I said, well, I'm going to say praise the Lord. And he grinned. He said, I hadn't been around him for a while, interacting with him for a while, probably a year or two. And he said, I remember you being a lot more positive than that. Because I was encouraging people how to stay out of hell. Like Jesus did. He says, I remember you being a lot more positive than that. So I'm simply telling that story to let you know. You ever get behind this pulpit, you preach what God has told you to preach. You ever get behind any pulpit, you preach what God has told you to preach. So this morning, I'm going to minister a message that I believe get with all my heart. God has told me to minister, and I believe has been confirmed with the praise and worship this morning. Is that okay? Amen. Praise the Lord. Turn with me, if you would, to 1 Kings chapter 8. Amen. 1 Kings chapter 8. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Church, there is just so much in me right now that I want to, unfortunately, you got to kind of watch me. I'll get ahead of God if I'm not careful, but I, I want it to come out, but there's still a lot of studying that, that I have to do, amen, to prepare it, to deliver it to you, amen, because we want God to be able to deliver it in such a way um, that, you know, it makes sense and it becomes applicable for your life, Amen, that you can use it on a daily basis, amen. But I promise you, in the coming months, we will be stretched in this house. I'll tell you something else. Man, I don't know, guys, if I can keep this to 15 or 20 minutes or not. I'll tell you something else that, that's been coming to me the last several weeks is I remember years ago my mother told me, Steve, I had a dream. And you'd been preaching for a while. The church had been going for a while. And so-and-so came to me in this dream and said, you need to do something about that son of yours because he's teaching stuff that is not the word of God. Mom told me this story. And y'all remember mom. You remember mom. I mean, she told me this story. And, and so this thought has been coming to me and and I've been, I've been praying about it, and I've been saying, you know, Lord, what I see in the Word so far about what I'm studying is your Word. It's just a part of your Word that I have not had my eyes open to yet. In other words, I have not received that revelation knowledge of this part of His Word. Is there anybody in the house that knows all His Word? <laughs> no, I didn't think we'd see any hands come up, Amen. But you see, the enemy does not want us increasing our revelation knowledge in God's Word. 
Because as we allow God to increase revelation knowledge of his word, we begin to apply that word in our daily lives. And as we apply that word in our daily lives, the kingdom of God is high and lifted up. It's moved forward. God himself is glorified because things that were not happening for you begin to happen for you. That's what I see in the New Testament church. When they needed something to happen, they spoke the word and it happened, amen. They had a revelation about Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God that evidently we don't have. That's hard. Brother Steve, that's a hard word. That's just a straight word, Brother Steve. Amen. That's just a straight word, y'all. Why? You know, I, I believe part of it is a timing factor. I believe part of it is a timing factor. There, there was a timing factor in the arrival of Jesus Christ into this earth. And it was the God's appointed time, appointed time of destiny where history is concerned, amen, or time itself, amen. Lord, don't let this be a word salad. Y'all know what a word salad is? <laughs> I better not get political. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jesus' arrival into the earth was an appointed time of destiny. I believe the revelation knowledge that God has been releasing in the last probably five to ten years is an appointed time of destiny that in, equips his church to go above and beyond what we have ever been able to go before in our relationship and walk with Jesus Christ on a daily basis that glorifies our Father and begins to see the dumpsters fill up like you said, brother. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's, that's really where this is going. This is, you know, some people may receive this as a little bit of a negative word, but I receive this as a positive word. When my king tells me that in 24, this house is coming out of the fire, that's a positive word. Well, to come out of the fire, you got to be in the fire. Has anybody around here ever been in the fire? Is anybody around here or watching online right now? Have you been in the fire? Are you currently in the fire? I don't know the answer to that. You know the answer to that, and that's between you and God, amen. But I want to tell you something. Jesus Christ went to that cross on Calvary that you and me would not have to stay in that fire, amen. That you and me could live victoriously, hallelujah, that we could live above above and beyond, amen, that we could live life, hallelujah, and life abundantly, amen. You have that in Christ Jesus. If you will believe it and accept it, amen, you believe it and accept it, then you allow yourself to receive it, glory to God, and you'll begin to walk that way in this life. I don't know, Brent. I'll tell you this much, though. You probably see a lot of people making choices and decisions, don't you? Our choices and decisions in our lives, church, they're important. They're really important. So I believe part of what's taking place today is God is saying, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had to make the choice and decision to take a step out of that fire, you got to make a choice and decision, amen, that is equipped by God to pull you out of that fire that you're currently facing. Does that make sense to you? Amen. Praise the Lord. Because I want to tell you, and I promise you this, in my 58 years, I'm a young man. Amen. 
in my, <laughs> Sister Kay said amen, <laughs> in my 58 years, hallelujah, one thing that I've really learned is there are ramifications for choices and decisions. There is, there is, amen. That's why we want to encourage you to make the best choice and decision that you can make. But understand, as you make those choices and decisions, you're doing it with God's love, mercy, and grace added to your life. Amen. I've made choices and decisions before, amen, that if it wasn't for God's grace, I mean, oh, that ramification would have just flattened me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Praise you, mighty King. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Over in 1 Kings chapter 8, this is uh, where Solomon had finished the building of, of the house of the Lord, the temple of God. And this chapter, the majority of this chapter is Solomon's prayer for that temple of God. Amen. Now, today I may say some things today that please, if I ever say anything that causes you an issue, it's your responsibility to call Brother Steve or go see Brother Steve and say, hey, Brother Steve, you said this. What did you mean by that? Has anybody ever done me like that before? There's a couple of you that's done me like that before. And didn't it turn out pretty good? I thought it gave understanding. See, the enemy don't want us to talk to each other. He don't want Christians to talk to each other. Because if he can keep each, each of us silent with each other, amen, then we don't figure each other out. Then we don't understand each other. Amen. But if we communicate like Jesus said with each other, then we start to understand each other. We start to fill each other's heart. Amen. And then we receive a greater understanding that enables us to move forward. And that's what we want to do. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So if I say anything today that causes you an issue, please just know you have an open door to come and speak with me. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, anytime God brings forth a, a word like this, I always see it as positive. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for your word. Father God, in Jesus' name, I surrender to you. I submit my total being to you. Here I am, Lord, to your vessel to be used by you in the name of Jesus. And Lord, don't, let, don't allow me to say any words that you don't want spoken in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you and I praise you, Lord. You, you are so awesome, Lord God. Just minister to your people, touch our hearts, Lord, as you set us on that path as New Life Ministries that you want us to go down. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. So 1 Kings chapter 8, let's look at verse 57. Verse 57 says, The Lord our God be with us as he was with our fathers. Let him not leave us nor forsake us. Amen. God will not leave you. He will not forsake you. Can you say amen? Praise the Lord. That he may incline our hearts unto him to walk in all his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, which he commanded our fathers. Amen. Those keeping his commandments, his statutes, and his judgments involve decisions. They involve making choices. Amen. To be able to do that. Hallelujah. I once had a, had a guy tell me, uh, as a matter of fact, we were going up to meet a, a pastor of a, of a large church in Lexington. Amen. And uh, I don't know, the church at the time was probably four or 5,000 people. And he said, uh, he said, I see you wore your slacks today. I said, yeah, is that okay? <laughs> and he said, well, you notice I got on jeans. And uh, I said, yeah, do I need to put on jeans? <laughs> and he said, no, I just want to tell you, I asked the Lord what I was supposed to wear today. 
I said, okay, I've done that before, but this particular day, I just didn't, didn't, I didn't, didn't do that. Amen. Well, we go up to meet that pastor that was a, a, the pastor of this large church. And what did he have on? He had on jeans. And the two of them sat there and they just hit it off with each other. Now, was that because both of them were wearing jeans? I don't know. (laughs) Amen. But this guy's relationship with the Lord was at such a place to where he would even ask the Lord, Lord, what do I wear for this meeting today? Just think about that for a minute. Think about that for a minute. So he made the choice to, to follow the Lord or what he believed that the Lord told him, which was, you put on jeans today. Sounds kind of silly, don't it? But really, that's, that's a point of growth in somebody's life that, that has actually prayed and raised the dead before in, in services. Amen. So I, I just that's what we do. We ask the Lord. We inquire of the Lord. Amen. And, and, and we follow after him through the choices and decisions that we make. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So this text of scripture is actually Solomon's prayer over the temple of God that he had built. Amen. And then he comes to this place here. The prayer starts over in verse 22. Uh, Then he comes to this place in verse 57 and 58. And he says, that he may incline our hearts, that God may incline our hearts unto him to walk in all his ways and to keep his commandments, statutes, and judgments. Amen. That he may incline our hearts, that he may lead our hearts. Amen. Hallelujah. That he may stretch forth our hearts to follow after him in all of his ways. Amen. Hallelujah. Remember, we said earlier that the Holy Ghost leads and guides God's people into all truth. Can you say amen? Amen. So we want the spirit of the living God that resides within us and not only in us, but he's moving throughout the earth, convicting men of sin as well, drawing them to the father. Amen. We want that spirit of the living God to lead and guide us into all truth. Amen. He tries to do that for me, uh, much more than what I would admit, amen, because I just don't follow his lead too many times when I should be. Now, I know none of you all do that or anything. I'm saying these things like this to provoke you to think about your own life, amen, and what you might do, amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So that he may incline or he may lead our hearts unto him to walk in his ways, hallelujah. So let's skip down here to uh, verse 59. He says, and let these my words wherewith I have made supplication before the Lord be nigh unto the Lord our God day and night. Let these words be near unto the Lord our God day and night. Amen. Hallelujah. That he maintain the cause of his servant and the cause of his people Israel at all times as the matter shall require. Amen. So what is the cause that we are to focus on? The matter, amen, of of that cause shall require focus upon the Lord, amen. So what is that cause? Hallelujah. The cause Solomon was referring to is found in what he was praying about. What was it he was praying about? He was praying about the temple of the Lord that had just been completed. And he was honoring God, dedicating the temple of the Lord, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So that as we pray to him day and night, that he maintain the cause of his servant, the cause that he had just built the temple. 
He was dedicating the temple, amen, and the cause of his people Israel at all times as the matter shall require. There are some matters in our lives, church, that just simply require certain things. There are some things in our lives that we can't do any other way other than how it's required to do. Amen. For you to get up and go to work, you got to hear that alarm, get up, put your feet on the floor. Thank God for being able to put your feet on the floor. Amen. And you got to choose to go to work. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, I know there's things that happen in our lives where, you know, keep us from going to work and that type of thing, but that's not what we're talking about this morning. So he says that he may maintain the cause of a servant and the matter as the matter shall require. Amen. Hallelujah. So he was praying about the temple that had just been completed. Also, the cause is found in verse 60. Verse 60 says that all the people of the earth may know that the Lord God that the Lord is God, and that there is none else. Amen. So the cause of the matter was not only the temple of God, but that he would maintain that matter as required. Amen. The temple of God, that the people of the earth would receive, amen, and know direction and destiny. Hallelujah. We were created to be in fellowship with God. It's God's design that none would perish. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, it says in the word that, that God is seeking to save the lost and it's his will that all would come to know him and that none would perish. How is it that you perish? You don't accept the saving grace of Jesus Christ, amen, that he provided on that cross at Calvary when he died on that cross at Calvary and shed his blood and he went into that grave. He came up out of that grave, amen, to be the only living God that the earth has or will ever know. Amen. He's the only one that lives. He's the only one that resurrected. Tell me another one resurrected. Buddha didn't resurrect. He's still sitting over with his legs crossed. Amen. The little stones that some people worship, they didn't resurrect. They're just hard stones. We serve a living God that makes me and you alive. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So in verse 60 is also found part of the, part of the cause, amen, that, that Solomon was praying and asking God to bless. It's the result of God maintaining the cause of his people and Israel day and night through their living life with God through the temple of God. You see, back in this day, everything revolved around the temple. They had to come to the temple for sacrifice. They had to come to the temple with their offerings. They brought them to the priest. Who, where were the priests? At the temple. Amen. With their offerings. Everything revolved around the temple. Amen. And that's another subject matter that we're not going to touch this morning. Hallelujah. So I'm going to say something very bold here, and please don't be offended. Uh, amen. Praise God. But I remember growing up and our lives revolving around the church, amen, and it seems like in today's hour, it seems like that church revolves around our lives. I love you and you love me. This is just something I've noticed. And many of you probably have noticed this, amen? Hallelujah. But see, the cause that he's speaking about here, people's lives, the children of Israel, their lives revolved around the temple, 
Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So verse 61 says, let your heart therefore be perfect or sincere with the Lord our God to walk in his statutes and keep his commandments as at this day. Amen. Remember what Solomon was doing. He was praying, asking God's blessing to be on the temple that they had just finished. Amen. Praise the Lord. Bless God. Let's back up over here to verse 22. Let's read verse 22. It says, and Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hands toward heaven. Verse 23 says, and he said, Lord God of Israel, there is no God like thee in heaven above or on earth beneath, who keepest covenant and mercy with thy servants that walk before thee with all of their heart. Amen. You want to keep God's covenant and mercy and have his grace and his favor in your life, you just walk in his ways. See, the thing they didn't have back then that we have today, praise God, is the grace of God. Really, all he wants to see is a sincere heart before him, a heart that's trying. Church, I tell you, I got many issues in my life. I got a lot of stuff going on in my life. Amen. And it's only God's grace that gets me and Jeanette through. Amen. Praise the Lord. His grace had extended to me because of his love, a love that was so great that he sent his son to that cross. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Are you still with me this morning? Hallelujah. Give me a few more minutes this morning. Amen. So let's look here in verse 24. It says, who has kept with thy servant David, catch this, my father, who has kept with thy servant David, my father, that thou promised him, that spakest also with my mouth and hast fulfilled it with thy hand as it is this day. Verse 25 is where I wanted to get to. Therefore now, new life, you are in a therefore now moment. God has spoken a word about new life coming out of the fire in 2024. We are in a therefore now moment. Amen. And, and, and Solomon says here, therefore now in verse 25, Lord God of Israel, keep with thy servant David, my father, that thou promised him saying, there shall not fail thee a man in my sight to sit on the throne Israel so that thy children take heed to their way that they walk before me as thou hast walked before me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He promised David something. He told David, he made him a promise. He said, David, see, David didn't get to build the temple. Y'all know that? Yeah, y'all knew that. David didn't get to build the temple because he shed innocent blood, Uriah. He killed Bathsheba's husband. Wasn't it Bathsheba, I think? Yeah. He had an affair with Bathsheba. David did. Yeah, they even had a child together. Amen. And God told him, said, David, because you shed innocent blood, you're not going to be able to build my temple. He said, but your son's going to build it. You know what David did? He started accumulating. He said, I'm not going to be able to build a temple of my father. The father promised me this one thing, that there will always be somebody that's sitting up on the throne of Israel. And the father said, I promise you, there will always be somebody sitting up on the throne of Israel. So Solomon comes in 
takes what David had accumulated and builds a temple. That's where we are right now. Amen. So I want to tell you something about promises. Amen. The promise that God made to Solomon, he honored. And I want to tell you today, New Life, the promise that God has made with you, if he's not already honored it, he will honor it. Do not get weary in well-doing, amen. God does not renege on his promises. His promises are yea and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I don't believe it ever should have took us 17 years to possess this land, but it was a promise of God, Steve. Amen. And his promise was manifested on August 18th of 2020 when New Life took possession of that 13 acres over here. Amen. It took too long, amen, for whatever reason. I believe with all my heart. But God knew it was going to take whatever it took. Glory to God. He was waiting on us to get in line, Gene, making certain decisions and choices. Can I say that? Amen. Praise the Lord. That's why I'm really hitting hard choices and decisions today. So New Life, you have a great promise. God has honored your promises, and he will continue to honor your promises. I know two guys, I've said this before. I don't know, but I don't, don't let me go there. I know two guys that were out here in this parking lot and they had a vision and they saw, I believe, uh, I believe it was a cloud in the form of an arrow, I believe. And it was pointing down on this land. This was probably back in 06, 07, 08, maybe 05, something like that. So kind of in that time frame. And it was a cloud pointing down on that land over here. That cloud was a pretty bright cloud. But then they turned and they looked across this building and said, saw another cloud pointing down on this land over here, but it was more faint. It wasn't as bright. And I believe that the Lord had promised them this land. And they, and one still is a part of this church, that vision has come to pass. It has manifested this vision still lies in wait. You see, that arrow was more faint because it was distant, more distant out into the future. Woo! Did y'all catch that? It's more distant out into the future. This came to pass, and that arrow was more bright because it was closer to happening, closer to manifesting. Amen. Amen. That's good stuff right there. That's not what we're talking about today, so we'll move on. Amen. Praise the Lord. But new life has, God has promises that he's made new life, amen. And he's going to see that those promises come to pass, hallelujah. Excuse me. He's going to see that those promises come to pass, hallelujah. We can't get so distracted that we're led away from God's promise to new life and we further delay the manifestations of the promises, amen. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Do I need to say that again? We can't get so distracted we're led away from God's promise to new life and we further delay the manifestations of his promise. I believe God has said 2024 new life comes out of the fire. If I as your pastor continue to make the same decisions and choices that I've been making to lead me up to this point, I'll not come out of the fire. 
I am not interested in that, especially knowing that God says, Steve, even Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they came out of the fire. They didn't stay in the fire. Amen. Praise the Lord. Turn with me, if you would, over to Daniel. I'm moving on, church. Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 12. Daniel chapter 12. Let's take a look over here. Amen. Praise the Lord. There's a lot of things to be done, church. Hallelujah. And, and when I receive a message like this, it just reinforces what I'm believing God's wanting to do. Amen. Daniel chapter 12. Let's look at verse 9. It says, and he said, go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. And then he gets into verse 10. And he says, many shall be purified and made white and tried. But the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. God is wanting to release to this house revelation knowledge that has never been released before to this house. It prepares us and it puts us in a better position as we speak God's word to see things that he's already seen in the heavenly realm manifest in this earthly realm. Amen. That's all we'll say about that today. Praise the Lord. Let's back up to verse 10. It says, many shall be purified and made white and tried. Amen. New life, you have been purified for years. You have been made white for years. You have been tried for years. But God is telling us that 2024, you're coming out of the fire and you're going to begin to do what he has promised that you would do. Glory to God. We cannot, woo, woo, this thing here, woo, oh, mm. Church, we've been purified, we've been made white, we've been tried. Santana, I'm tired of being here. If God's telling me 2024 is the year we come out, we come out. We come out. Purified, made white, and tried. New life, you've been put in a position to be purified, which means chosen, selected, or polished. Purified means chosen, chosen. New life, you've been selected. New life, you have been polished for what's coming at us this year. God is not taken by surprise. We have yet to see the things that are going to take place in 24. But God throughout this time has been preparing us, amen, for these things to take place, amen. We will not be blindsided by the things that come before us. And we will be better positioned because we have been chosen, selected, and polished, amen, and put in a position by being purified. We have been made white. Now, when I, when I, when I, I, the, the Hebrew term for white, amen, that's not what was coming to me. My thought, this is my thought, when I hear the word white, what do I think about? I think about pure. Woo. Father, in the name of Jesus, just take control of whatever's going on right now. In Jesus' name. You know the situation, you know the circumstance, and we thank you for intervening. We thank you for your hand of safety, being up on officers and emergency people in the name of Jesus. And, and, and we thank you, Lord God, for just putting your hand upon this situation right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah. So when I think about white, I think about being pure. And then the word for tried is, uh, it's a purifying or it's, it's to refine, refine. So the word refine in a dictionary means to come, to bring or come to a pure state, purifying, to make or become more elegant or polished. Ah, you see, we've been in a state of where we've been becoming more elegant or polished and positioned for the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Why? Why, brother? Why? Because as you come out of the fire, ooh, you think them three guys wasn't polished a little? It's, you know, it said it didn't singe nothing on them. Amen. But I guarantee you one thing, you think their faith, Brother Eugene, wasn't edified knowing that Jesus Christ was right there in that fire with them? Hallelujah. My faith, Jeanette's faith, your faith has been edifying knowing that Jesus Christ has been right here with us, amen, during this time over the last, what, 20 years that we've been here, almost 21 years, amen, that we've been existing as a church, hallelujah, Praise God. Even though we have been purified, made white, and tried, amen, this coming year is the year that we utilize what God has done as we move forward in what God is doing. Hallelujah. Praise God. Been a great place for an amen. Hallelujah. So what took place now? Now, I'm going to say something here, and again, you know, I want to remind you, if I say something that bugs you, just get with me. Hallelujah. I want everybody to know and understand my love for them. But I'm going to say something a little bold. Those that matter know and understand my love for them. Not that others don't matter. They matter to God so that it matter to me. But I just don't know them. God knows them. Amen. They're, they could be a lost soul or a saved soul. I don't know. But God knows. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm going to say this with boldness. What took place over a year ago had less to, do, less to do with a social issue and more to do with the condition of heart of God's house. We're just getting real. Because in 24, we're going to stay real. Hallelujah. God loves us all. We got to understand that. But God was positioning his house for a certain matter. Amen. And that matter is coming forth. Amen. Praise the Lord. You got to understand, God loves us all. God is for us all. And God wants to put us all in a position to be successful for him. It's so amazing. His love and, and his mercy and grace, it extends to all of us. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, I'm not speaking ill will or negative toward anybody, and I hope you understand that. I'm simply speaking of a manifested result of God. That's what I'm speaking of. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Brother Steve, you didn't even have to say that. I had to say that because it moved this house from one place to another place. A place of one mind and one accord so other things could be set in order. Amen. Praise the Lord. New life, we will not let what God started go backwards. 
I won't let what God started go backwards. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's turn to Zechariah chapter 13. I'm getting ready to wrap up. I know this is carrying on to be a long message today. Amen. God's added a few things to it, so that's okay too. Amen. Praise God. Zechariah chapter 13. Let's look over here. All right. So it says in verse seven, it says, awake, O sword against my shepherd and against the man that is my fellow, saith the Lord of hosts, smite the shepherd and the sheep shall be scattered and I will turn my hand upon the little ones. And it shall come to pass that in all the land, saith the Lord, two parts therein shall be cut off and die, and the third part shall be left therein. And I will bring the third part through the fire and will refine them as silver is refined and will try them as gold is tried. They shall call on my name. Amen. One of the songs that we sing today, they shall call on my name and I will hear them. That was even in the song. Amen. I will say it is my people. This was in the song. And then my people will say the Lord is my God. You tell me God ain't put this together. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So what am I saying here in, in Zechariah? Uh, let's look here in, in verse 8. It says, and it shall come to pass that in all the land, saith the Lord. And I never saw this scripture. I only saw this scripture one way until this week. When I read it this week, God brought something else to me. When I studied it, he brought even more deep something else to me. Amen. And that's what I want to share today, man. This, uh, this uh, okay, let's go and keep on track here, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. So verse 8 says, And it shall come to pass that in all the land saith the Lord, two parts therein shall be cut off and die, but the third part shall be left therein. Amen. So one of the Hebrew definitions for die is to expire. It's to expire. Amen. Two other churches had opportunities to be where new life is. You all, most of you know the story. Two other churches had opportunity to be where new life is. In 1965, you had the one that was the church that was having church up here in the farmhouse, amen, in 1965. In 1996 or 1997, you had another pastor, amen, that come out here and looked at this building and just moved on from it, amen. And, and that's okay. That's all right. But two other churches had, this is, you got to understand this. This is part of your vision. Two other churches had opportunity to be where new life is. You can't tell me God's not wanting to do something. <coughs> okay. For various reasons, God knows those opportunities expired for those other two churches. Okay? Okay. Look at it. This is a prophetic word. It says, and they shall come to pass that in the land, there are two parts therein shall be cut off and expire. You had two that tried for various opportunities. They moved on, or reasons they moved on. It's fine, amen. That's fine that that happened, amen. But God set you here. New life, God set you here. Amen. This should burn inside of us. Our God has set us here. Are we getting that? Our God, Steve, has set us here. Amen, amen. Correct. We didn't just come out here and start a church because we could. Did we? No. No. 
set us here. Amen. He goes on. This is not done, you all. Wow. Now, I want you to understand that those churches went on with the blessing of God to do great things for the Lord. Praise God. I'm not concerned with that. My concern is here. Are you hearing me? My concern is here. Hallelujah. I praise God that those two churches went on to do great work for the kingdom. New life, you have been left here. You are the third part. You have been left here, and you are the third part. Amen. Verse 9 says, and I will bring the third part through the fire. New life, have you been through the fire? Have you personally been through the fire? Has the church been through the fire? Have, have you been refined as silver and gold is refined? Yeah, and you personally has been refined as silver and gold is refined. And have you been tried as gold is tried, new life? Have you as individuals been tried as gold is tried? Yeah, you've been tried, amen. Praise God. And he goes on, he says, they shall call on my name. New life, you shall call on God's name. Not that you haven't been calling on God's name, but after today, I decree to this house that when you begin to call on God's name, you're going to do it with a new heart. Hallelujah. A, a moldable heart, a shapeable heart, a heart that, that, that is full of, of life and victory and vitality, a heart that God has given you. You're going to begin to call upon God's name in a different way. Amen. Because you heard what you heard. Heard, and because you went through what you went through, nobody else has gone through what you've gone through. As an individual or personally, no one else has gone through what you went through. But what you've gone through, amen, the word of God over in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, I believe, says it is common to man. So what we go through is most personal to us. It's most significant to us. But yeah, it's happened to somebody else. But it doesn't affect us when, it, when it's us, like it's us. Is that, am I making sense there? That sounded a little confusing. You know, it's kind of like I always heard people say, well, you ain't walked in their shoes. Well, I ain't walked in your shoes, but I know what God's done with me while I've been walking in my shoes, and I know how it's affected me. Amen. So we know how it's affected us. Amen. So new life, you've been through the fire, you've been refined, and you've been tried. Amen. New life, just like the promise of God to David, was that there would always be somebody to sit up on the throne of Israel. There will always be somebody to pastor this house. Amen. New life, you will never have to go without a shepherd in this house. Praise God. The promise of God. The promise of God is faithful and true. 2024 is the year the people of new life refocus on God's house here at new life. Amen. We refocus on God's house here at new life. It's the year that new life calls upon the name of the Lord. It's the year that God is faithful to honor his promise and the year that he hears you and the year that we say the Lord is our God. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but that excites me. Amen. So I want to close with one other scripture. The last scripture, just one verse. 
Hallelujah. Church, are you hearing what's being said today? You know, in, in our humanity, sometimes issues arise. And we need to understand, you know, that it, it happens. And, and what I've always said is when there's a problem or an issue, what determines your success is how you deal with it. Amen? And whatever we deal with, we deal with it in love first and foremost, and then we try to deal with it from the Scripture. Amen? Praise God. So the kingdom of God is what new life has to be about. The kingdom of God is what we have to be about, church. We are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. You've got to know that you know and believe that you believe you are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Regardless of how you feel, regardless of what you might be going through, you are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Amen. For everything we come up against, for everything we face in this life, Jesus has the answer to the way out. Amen. 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 Praise God. The thing is, is sometimes we, we fight discovering that answer. Hallelujah. All right. We are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus, and no matter what we face... On our, in our daily lives, we've already won because Jesus is victorious. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Yeah. I'm going to say that again because we're getting ready to put something behind it. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. We love that, don't we? I sure do. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Don't allow it to. We can't allow it to. Amen. Choices and decisions. So I want to read Romans 14, verse 7. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink. Meat and drink represent natural things. Amen. Hallelujah. But it's righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. New life in 2024. You serve in the kingdom of God from righteousness, from peace, and from joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And I want to tell you something. God's concerned about our natural side. He's concerned about our provision. I know that he uses many tools in our lives to provide for his people. But you know, if he cared for the fowl of the air or the lilies of the field, how much more is our father going to care for us? What I'm talking about there, Pastor Mark, is a, is a matter of perspective, brother. Perspective in my life. What am I focused on? What am I doing for the kingdom? Hey, you know, if I'm striving to live righteous, amen. If I'm striving to live peaceful, if I'm striving to live full of joy in the Holy Ghost, ah, that's the kingdom of God coming from me. Let's bow our head this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for your goodness. Father, this has been a real interesting word. <laughs> but I thank you for it. I thank you for it, oh God, in Jesus' mighty name. Mm.
Father, in the name of Jesus, as we step into the year 2024 at 12.01 tonight, Lord, we just thank you right now for new life stepping out of the fire. Praise you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the people of new life stepping out of the fire. Even those that here online that are not here personally today, Lord, as they hear the sound of my voice, we thank you for them stepping out of the fire. Thank you, Jesus. You've already won the victory, and that's the place from which we fight. We don't have to travail. As one good person put it to me one time, I don't have to toil. <laughs> oh, praise God. Father, you're so good. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you for allowing new life to be what it is. But I also thank you for allowing and blessing what new life is to become. Father, I pray with all of my heart that those promises that you have made, I just thank you for allowing me to see those things take place, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for moving people's hearts in this house, including my own first and foremost, to be in that place of destiny, Lord, that you have spoken about to us. I thank you, Lord, for the ability to step in that spirit dimension, Lord God, that spirit realm, hallelujah, understanding that I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. But I thank you in 24 that we operate from that position, Lord, not this natural position. But Lord, what you've already seen finished in the spirit, hallelujah, is manifested in the natural, all for your glory and to take your kingdom forward. We thank you and we praise you, O oh God. Father, we give you the glory and the honor. And most of all, Father, I just pray that you would take our hearts and just let us be moldable and shapeable, Lord God, in the things that you desire for us to do as you create us to be what you have chosen us to be. Lord, this house has been selected by you. Father, I thank you for each and every person Lord, that is here for what they mean to this house, for what they do for this house. I thank you for each and every person, Lord, that, that was not able to be here today for what they mean to this house, for what they do for this house. And Father, in Jesus' name, I also thank you for each and every person that is yet to don those doors, come through those doors, Lord, that are to be used in this house. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, for them. Father, we give you the glory and the honor for every financial need that this house will ever have need of. We thank you, Lord, for the people in this house, their businesses, their work, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that they are strong tithers, hallelujah, Lord God, that they give of their offerings understanding, oh Lord God, that that, that is your resource, that that belongs to you, and we are just simply managers of it. We thank you and we praise you, O oh God, that finances are in this house, and we thank you that finances are coming to this house. We thank you and we praise you, O oh Lord God, that buildings and structures are coming to this house in Jesus' name. 
Lord, it is part of your vision that you have spoken about. That's part of your word, oh God. We thank you that more lands are coming to this house. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, I'm reminded of the person that looked out this window that day and prophesied about that land across the road coming into the possession of this house. We thank you for that, oh God, in Jesus' name. That's a confirming word of those two gentlemen that saw the faint arrow, Lord, years ago. We thank you and we praise you, Lord God, that these things are coming to pass for this house. Father, all for your glory, all for your glory. Lord, we love you, we praise you, we give you the glory and the honor. With every head bowed and every eye closed, we're going to go into a moment to pray for our people. Hallelujah, Jesus. We've got uh, several people that have been just kind of hit with illness, sickness. This weather changing back and forth, it's caused my natural being to kind of be thrown out of whack, amen. Hallelujah. There's other people who've got head colds and, and faced with other things, and we want to pray for them right now. So join me. Let's, let's just apply our faith together. For one puts a thousand to flight, two ten thousand, and so on, Amen. Let's join our faith together and agree together for this house and the people of this house to be whole and healthy that we can be about our Father's business. Can you say amen? amen? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you right now, Lord God, as we lift up people that are not here today, Lord, that are fighting illnesses in Jesus' name. Lord God, people that are here that may be fighting illnesses, Lord God, we just lift them up to you right now. Lord, these things are under the blood. The blood has already taken care of these things. So, Father, we thank you for healing manifesting in our bodies in the name of Jesus. For by the stripes you took upon your own body, we were healed. And, Father, we call forth that healing to manifest into this earth in our natural being right now in Jesus' name that we can be busy about our Father's business not being held back by anything. Father, we stand at a place and position of victory as we pray this right now. We accept it, we believe it, and we receive it right now. We thank you for healing flowing to Roy and Phyllis. We thank you for healing flowing to Fred and Dora. Amen. I thank you for healing flowing to my own body right now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord God, for healing flowing to Pam Duncan's body right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, is it not time for these things to be manifested for your glory, O oh God? Whoo! Lord, I would say it is. Glorify thyself, O oh God, for you alone are worthy. You alone went to that cross at Calvary, and you alone took those stripes upon your own body to provide for our healing. Now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I curse every strategy of the enemy right now, every assignment that would be dispatched against New Life Ministries. I bind it in Jesus' name. 
And whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven, and we loose the word of God into this house, amen, to be free doing what you want to do in this house as we loose your spirit into this house right now. We thank you and we praise you, O oh God, for having your way in this house. We thank you, Lord, for intervening in our lives, amen. You are more than welcome to take control of our lives. You're more than welcome to take over in our lives as we surrender to you and we submit ourselves to you in Jesus' name. We thank you and we praise you, O Lord. Hallelujah. Let the house of the Lord say amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. Praise the Lord. Can you say amen, church? Praise God. Thank you for allowing me to take a short few minutes today, amen. Nobody. Well, one person laughed and it was quiet. I love you guys. Thank you for the freedom that you give me. Hallelujah. But most of all, we thank God for the freedom that he's already given all of us. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Just a few quick announcements this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to continue to thank everybody for their tithes and offerings. Amen. Uh, today is the last day that you can give to, if you need that for like uh, tax purposes. Uh, today being the 31st of December is the last day that you would be able to give and have that credited to 2023. Amen. I know we don't give because of taxes, but just receive those blessings however God has them set up. Amen. Praise the Lord. I look forward to the day that whenever some of you are giving because you need a tax deduction. <laughs> Amen. 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 You know, even when I made 200 and some dollars a week, I look forward to giving because I needed a tax deduction. Amen? Oh, yeah, I done lost them, Steve. <laughs> Praise God. But seriously, thank you for your tithes and offerings and your willingness to give. Amen. Hallelujah. We do stream our YouTube and Facebook services. Don't forget to uh, uh, our service on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and share and all that good stuff that you do with the social media stuff. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, Sunday morning worship starts at uh, 1045. Don't forget about that. Uh, we should be hearing some more about our discipleship classes. Hopefully we'll be starting those up soon. Uh, Greeters ministry. Uh, we have a vision. We'd like to have a few people standing at the door every Sunday morning to be what we call greeters. When we see visitors come in, we're going to give them a little green card. We're going to give them a cup, amen, as, as a gift. Hallelujah. And, and that is going to be the first step in what we call well, we may change the name of it, but anyway, in what we call like a follow-up structure, hallelujah, where we want to reach out to our visitors on, uh, with, with a strategy, amen. I'm a strategy person, yeah. Strategies are okay, right, as long as you follow through with them. <laughs> a strategy that lays there is just nothing more than something on a piece of paper, amen. Praise the Lord. But that little green card gets phone numbers on it, amen, and we need to utilize the phone number, and we need to give people the way to utilize those phone numbers. Amen. Uh, praise the Lord. But Greeters Ministry is an important ministry. Uh, you're the first person that people see as they come through the door. Amen. If you'd like to be a part of that, please uh, come and see me or see an elder. Uh, Jeanette and I, we are praying for you to have a very prosperous and eventful um, 2024. Amen. A blessed 2024. Hallelujah. I'm excited about what God's doing. Amen. Uh, Pastor Mark, thank you for your willingness to follow God's lead in choosing songs in praise and worship. It just always blesses me when God puts everything together and 
And, you know, I had never even thought about that word about new life coming out of the fire. And, and God said they didn't stay in the fire. <laughs> Woo. I, I never even had, had that thought before, but that just blesses me so much. So anyway, we're praying for y'all's blessing and um, uh, love you. Appreciate you, don't we, Jeanette? She's back there shaking her head, you all. Amen. You know, Jeanette's a quiet one, right? I do more than make up for her, don't I? <laughs> Everybody's staying with me this morning, if you would. And don't forget, uh, you can find a lot of information on our website, newlifeparisky.com. That's newlifeparisky.com. Hallelujah. Uh, has a lot of information on it, and, and uh, please go out and visit it. Hallelujah. Uh, thank you, Pastor Mark, for what you do with the website and the social medias and, and all of that, brother. Uh, does not go unnoticed, I'll say that. Joyce. Prolonged. <laughs> yeah. And also, there was a prophetic word given that 2024 will be a year of great change. And things will be speeded up. I like change. Change equals opportunity, right? Opportunity. Who likes opportunity? Amen. Hallelujah. Brother, you want to come up and pray, brother? Hey, Steve-O. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jesus. Hope you're ready for 2024. Ah. Because it's really, really nice to come out of the fire. Amen. <laughs> what you have heard today was, I mean, from the praise and worship music to the message was exactly 100% of what took place across the street yesterday afternoon. Praise the Lord. Absolutely. Praise the Lord. The wow. And uh, actually, there was four there, two really uh, proposed uh, <clears throat> necessary questions. Everything was answered with scripture and with just walking through that amen. it was phenomenal praise the lord brother absolutely amen god confirms his word out of the mouth of two or three witnesses amen, amen. praise the lord pastor mark did i forget anything think of jeanette anybody did i forget anything amen brent praise the lord appreciate you brother love you All right, let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, for who you are. We thank you for the service and the word that you've brought forth to us today, Father. Just ask that you root it deep in our hearts. Father, help us gain more understanding of you, your word, Father, the direction new life is going, Father. Just help us step where you step. Father, as you bring in the new year, just uh, lift everybody up to you that's here and that's not here, Father. I ask that you give them a special blessing on this uh, New Year's Eve, Father. Keep us safe as we leave. In your gracious Son, Jesus' name, amen.